Welcome back to Below Average Gamers. I'm here with Michael. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm fine. Just like, didn't expect to be in this mood going into recording to this, you know, wonderful next-gen conversation to where now I just, I'm not as hype as I used to be. There's like nothing coming out. I don't know. Shrug. I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just like looking at the stuff now that we've gotten like Sony and Xbox. They're like, here's our stuff. And it's like, okay, cool. Nice consoles. Where are your games at at this point? Because I've, I've gone deep since the last recording here now. And between the PS5 and the Xbox launch, I really don't see anything here of like significance that I care about that I can't already play. Especially, too, because uh, the new Horizon game is a PS4 title. Wait, Forbidden West is coming on PS4? Yes. See, Yikes. I didn't tell you about this ahead of time. Yikes. I wanted your reaction. <laughs> yeah. And I think Miles Morales, too, is also a PS4 title. And Xbox has no exclusive games coming out for, like, almost a year to the system. So, like, they'll just work on the old Xboxes. So, is, I don't know. Is Infinite a Xbox One title as well? I believe that it's going to be on both. Which is weird. It's just, like, kind of interesting. Because when they're going to be on both, it just means you've, like, touted how this system is going to run with, like, the new SSD and everything. Because you've put in a massive SSD in both consoles. Both consoles are using really good SSD tech, and it was supposed to allow developers to like lessen load screens but if you're designing games to also be on previous gen then developers don't get to use that yeah it's just like looking at this this game lineup there's a bunch of sports games that are obviously going to be on old consoles there's gears tactics which has already been out gears 5 which has already been out assassin's creed which will be on old stuff you hop over to playstation and it's like devil may cry re-release whoop-de-doo demon souls looks cool that's also a PS3 game, though, originally. Assassin's Creed, which will be on old stuff. Spider-Man, which is on everything. And then Sackboy, which, I don't know, Little Big Planet hasn't been good for a hot minute. And if I wanted to play a platformer like Little Big Planet, why wouldn't I just go buy a Switch and play Mario? The thing, the thing, with, the thing with Little Big Planet is it's not even like Sackboy... I haven't seen anything with Sackboy having anything to do with like the creating your own courses stuff. Which wasn't that a big part of Little Big Planet? Yeah, and two, it's like if I want to make my own courses or stuff, I just go buy Mario Maker. Yeah, it's like... just going to be a better game, right? Mm hmm. I don't know. I'm not really getting excited anymore about this. Like, a year from now, there's probably going to be a bunch of really cool stuff coming out. And I'm really excited for things that we actually haven't, like, seen yet. Like, Fables. Fables going to be huge. Like, I'm either upgrading my PC or buying an Xbox for Fable. Yeah, like, I'm super excited for Fable and we've seen nothing for it. I'm extremely hyped for God of War because with what they did with the previous God of War in making the game, like, seamless and not have load screens and all that kind of stuff, I'm so excited to see what they can do now that they have the 4.5 gigabyte read speed on an SSD. Like, if that game's developed with that in mind, that game could do some insane things. Yeah, like, instead of having the... The fake load screens that they have where you, like, run around the uh, area where the game loads and you get more story. They could cut that out and you could actually have seamless transition, which would be great. 
I mean, but I, I, I want more conversations between Atreus, Momir, and Kratos. Come on, don't take those away from me. <laughs> you can still have your boat. You just don't get the fake loading screen maybe anymore. You know? Just like where they're just like, there's no loading screens and the camera never cuts. But there's like really defined loading screens. Yeah, where you enter a cutscene as like a door's opening or something. And it's very clear that it's using like the six or eight second cutscene as a loading screen. Or has fast travel, or you walk through the door, and then there's like you run around in a circle. It doesn't actually <laughs> make it go tree. any faster. The world uh, tree. You yeah, definitely exactly. can get from place to place faster, but it's still you. You got to spend a hot minute in that world tree sometimes. Oh yeah, and it's just like there are some games coming out for specifically PlayStation that I think are using the SSD technology a little bit better, like Ratchet and Clank. But Ratchet & Clank 2 is going to be just a fun game to play. It's not like a really big experience. So, like, is that enough for me to want to pre-order it anymore? I don't know. Yeah, that's a big thing for me because I I bought my PS4 for God of War. And now I've tacked on a whole bunch of other games I've played on it. And I don't regret my purchase. And I wouldn't have regretted my purchase if I've only played God of War. And so now my thing with the PS5 is... Am I going to buy the PS5 early at what could be a higher price to play Ratchet and Clank now versus playing it when Forbidden West or when Ragnarok comes out? Yeah, and as somebody who, like, has a backlog, and I'm sure a lot of people have a gaming backlog, the other argument is to buy a PS5 to play your backlog with... The incremental upgrades from new from new consoles, right? Or if you're buying a uh, an Xbox, you're not a PC guy, but you just have Xboxes. Is it a way to like make your backlog run better? And is that worth it? Yeah, and I think that's a question for a lot of people. I don't think I have that question because anything in my backlog, I'm probably just playing on PC. The PC only thing, race. the only thing that would change that is if a game that I want to play is in the the PS Plus collection. Yeah, which that collection looks great, and for somebody that might have missed a bunch of these games, actually buying that collection, if you plan on playing like a large part of it, and it might be financially better to just buy the PlayStation 5 so you get access to those games if you don't own a lot of them. Whereas I own, I think, almost everything on that list, so I don't really care. So it's like it's like they gave a gift to people who didn't play PlayStation primarily. So it feels like the people that like have been around this entire time kind of got kicked a little bit because they're giving a gift to people who weren't playing, which is an odd thing to me. Whereas games like Control have had this big giant controversy because unless you buy the recently released Ultimate Edition, your game doesn't upgrade to the new console. And Control does not run on consoles full stop. It stutters. It has loading issues. Like, really bad to the point where it makes some of the boss battles harder just because the software doesn't keep up. And that's with having an SSD in my PS4 Pro. I didn't know that. Yeah, and with the with the PlayStation Plus collection, like, as someone who didn't play a ton of PS Plus, I still played, like, the five or six games on here that really interested me. So this is something that, if I was super bored post-buying a PS5 for other reasons, I might pick up a couple of these games and play through a couple of them. 
But the majority of them I've already played. Like, I've already played Ratchet & Clank. I've already played Detroit. already played God of War. I played Last of Us. Played Monster Hunter. And then, like, a lot of the games are just kind of eh to me. Like, things that don't really make me want to play. So it's not really a draw. It's just a bonus. So I'm super excited that this is there if I decide I'm buying a PS5 anyway. But I don't think this ever affects my decision. Yeah, and I think PlayStation 5 should just ship with PS Plus for three months or a month to get you to, like, get that collection. And I think that would be a good strategy of being like, hey, you bought our console, here's PS Plus for a month, and then it, like, prompts that collection to pop up. And, like, that's a good way to keep people on PS Plus and for people to get value that are new. But us, like, any of us that have been here, it's like, well, why? If I don't have enough games on the new console, I have to really decide, like, am I going to use this console enough to justify the price tag? Well, then it's also the question of if you're doing it this way and that's your you're someone who hasn't played on PS4, hasn't played on a console recently and is looking to get a new. Is this better value than like is buying a PS5 plus PS plus for three months or whatever Getting all these games, is that better value than just going in on to the payment plan for an Xbox Series X with Game Pass? Yeah, the Game Pass pay- payment plan looks really nice. And that's very... It's just like... It's just a large amount of value for people that have a very small budget, which I think is super nice of them. They didn't have to do that. And they're taking a risk, right? It's just like with anything like that, somebody just like, you know gets away with getting a uh, very cheap console by avoiding the payment plan somehow. It's like, that's a risk they have to take for this. But obviously they think it's worth it to like help out their customer base, especially with some people that have been out of work or, you know, just have a tight budget naturally. You know, not everybody has, you know, five to $600 to just blow on a console out of nowhere, especially when they're coming out near the holidays and they have other responsibilities. Like they have family members they want to get gifts for, or maybe they're doing seasonal work that shuts down in the winter. Like, it's very nice of Microsoft to be doing this. Yeah, especially when you do take into account that everything th- that's happened this year, there are a lot of people that aren't necessarily as flush on money because they're just getting back to work or they've been working reduced hours or anything, or they've had to, like, dip into their savings. That's a very significant option because there's a good chance that next year is better, right? So these people will have more disposable income next year. So even if they're just able to defer when they're paying it through this payment plan... It's actually really good for a lot of people, and I, I see that draw out matching Sony in a lot of ways, at least for, like, the initial rush of this console. Just because both, both like, on launch, both lineups look fairly uncompelling to me. At the end of the first year, we'll have a lot more on both sides. Um, I think we're going to have more on PlayStation after the first year, but... At the end of, like, the first year, at the end of 2021, we'll have, like, on PlayStation, you'll have probably New Horizon. Uh, We're supposed to be getting New God of War. uh, Ratchet and Clank, all that stuff. And so you have this really cool thing. But for, like, initial purchases, there just isn't that many things. No, like, I will be done with all the new titles if I buy a PlayStation before the end of the year. Which kind of sucks you know i want to i want to be excited for new consoles but when there's just not stuff coming out and as someone who doesn't own a switch yet and we just have a switch light that my youngest daughter has i am really tempted to go take the money i would spend on playstation 
or Xbox on release and go buy a Switch and, you know, like 10 games for it. As more of like a family-centric thing. Plus, like, I haven't played Odyssey yet, which is supposed to be, like, amazing. I love Pokemon, and I'm not a hardcore Pokemon guy when it comes to actual, you know grinding and you know min-maxing stats so i don't care that sword and shield are simplified because that's not what i play that game for that game is like macaroni and cheese in winter for me it's just comfort food you know like i just want to like snuggle up with my pokemon and just like go catch them and just casually run through it so something like that's getting like really appealing to me because i can buy a switch go spend 200 dollars on games and be at the same price as a PlayStation. So what what's better value to me? Playing just Ratchet and Clank, maybe another game and enhancing my library that I do have, or going to buy a Switch, which I can use mobily, and would probably just be nice and relaxing, especially in winter when you know things can get stressful for people, right? Well, it's also just. Right now, buying a PS5 or an Xbox Series X doesn't really add that much to what games you can play. Whereas for someone like you, buying a Switch right now does change what games you can play. Because you get a whole, you get all the Nintendo games that you haven't had access to. And that's like Mario Maker, uh, Odyssey's Incredible, Pokemon. There, there's a whole list of them. Smash Bros. It goes on and on. Of all these Switch games that the library's been building for 4 plus. How long has the Switch been out? Four years? Three or four something years, like something like that. But, like, so you have this library that you get access to. And when you compare that with, like, the couple games that you're going to get off of a new console, it's, it's, I, I totally see, if I, if I didn't have a Switch right now and was planning on buying one console this year, I would be heavily tempted to do Switch over one of the next gens and put off my next gen until the end of next year when there's more games available for it. Yeah, the thing too is that the Switch does such a good job, Nintendo has done such a good job with just putting out fun games. And that's something that I want to cover soon, is that what happened to having fun sometimes? And that's a big thing that I think is lost in games now. It's just that games just aren't fun sometimes anymore. Like Hollow Knight was like an amazing game, but it is really hard. And that was an experience. It wasn't, like, necessarily fun towards the end when that game gets hard. Like, Dark Souls, I find, is a really, like, interesting experience. But I don't think Dark Souls is fun. I don't think getting killed 600 times is fun. Well, it's, like, it's a it's a type of enjoyment. But then there's, like, the, the actual, like, pure fun games where you look at something super... Uh, casual and like sit on your couch and have fun and just enjoy yourself something like Mario Party or uh, Mario Kart and I know there's alternatives to Mario Kart but like those kind of games that are just like sit there and have fun even Overcooked stuff like that on Mario Kart versus Crash Team Racing obviously is what we're kind of getting that we're there this is this is a thing I don't think Crash Team Racing is fun that game in order to be good at it is hard as hell if you're casually playing that game, yeah, it can be fun. To be, like, anywhere near competent at Crash Team Racing takes a lot more work, and I'm a huge Crash fan. Mario Kart is just fun. The Blue Shell is actually good game design for casual play. You know? Even, like, like, the Bullet as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just because it's a catch-up mechanic. It lets everyone participate, no matter the skill level, right? We're like, Crash has that kind of stuff, but it's not the same thing. Nintendo sells well because people just want to have fun. Especially right now. With like, half the world's burning down. It's like neighbor against neighbor politically. And then mask wearing. Should you wear a mask? Should you wear a mask? All this COVID crap. It's like, maybe it's just like, fun is nice. You yeah, know? I think I think people have really delved into the escapism of gaming. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, as long as it's done in moderation. But using games as your way to avoid all your problems or to distract you from what's going on. Not in a bad way, but just in the sense of when there's nothing you can do about it. I know, like, I get stuck in a rut where I'll just, like, think about the same thing over and over and over again, and it doesn't help anything. So being able to jump into a game and have that take my mind off it is actually a good thing. And that seems like it's harder and harder to do. Yeah, and that's the hard part with uh, so online gaming for me right now. It's it's tough because, like, I want to do something fun. And finding something fun with the current game library that I'm playing on PlayStation and PC and Xbox is just not the same. Like, I think I just want to kind of go hang out with Mario or something for a little bit. No, no, like, Among just go- Us. Among Us is great if your, like, group doesn't just murder you, you know? <laughs> You're just like, oh, look, he's 100% good. Everything's fine. And then one meeting later, I don't know, Josh is pretty suspect. I don't know. I didn't see him in that room. It's like, I was literally with you when everyone died two minutes ago. Why are you killing me? I just want to live. That game is so much fun and so frustrating at the same time. <laughs> people who multitask and play Among Us are the worst people in the world. You could fight me on that. <laughs> that is a game that you should just be paying attention to it. Put your phone away. Stop alt-tabbing. Just just have fun. You know? And that Among Us is a great game. Let's sidetrack for a second. That game's great. <laughs> game is really good. It's just, the game does a good job of having a lot of, a lot of simple mechanics to it that you can go deep on, you can be all like, big brain is the imposter, but then if you're like, on like some like super high level of thinking, and then like, your friend's just like, no, the guy who picked orange color bad, let's just take him off the, the ship, boot this fool, and you're like, yeah, there's your strategy, you picked the wrong color today, didn't you? Yeah. I just, I think for, jumping back to next gen, I think I would be a lot more likely to, like, I feel like the position that would make me most excited for next gen consoles is if I was not gaming at PC, on PC at all and wanted to get back into something on a new gen console. Like, for example, um, I plan on getting back into Destiny when Beyond Light comes out. And if I was not playing that game on PC... I would be very compelled to, when Beyond Light comes out, also pick up a PS5. Versus continuing to play that game on PS4, right? And I think that's that's kind of the issue of... If I look at what I'm doing, like, I'm playing... Like, I just finished Baba Zoo as, like, my, like, relaxing puzzle game. That I just, like, chill and hang out. I have whatever I play with friends, which changes all the time. And then right now I'm doing Dishonored as kind of like my challenge. I'm doing the ghost playthrough, trying to get that achievement and finish that off. And it's like, I look at those, like what I'm playing right now. Oh, and I'm playing, um, 
the 3D collection for like my for fun sit down relax game because that game's a joke and frustrating, but not frustrating at all in a really weird way. It's mainly just you mean the like Mario suck. Mario 64's camera might not stand up to the test of time. I don't think Mario 64 camera stood up to the N64, much less time. <laughs> um and it's just like i look at that and i'm like if i bought a new console the only game that would maybe like fit into what i have on my list of what i want to do and want to play right now is like ratchet would take the for fun game spot but there's a whole bunch of games on that list that can also take that spot so is it worthwhile spending the 650 bucks or 700 bucks once you factor into buying the game yeah, and I'm at the spot too. The whole reason for me to be playing on console is to play with my family on the couch, which means because we're a bunch of greasy Canadians, we have to spend $90 on new controllers. I have to buy the console and two controllers now. That's another $180 on top of the console cost. Have consoles always just come with one controller? Yes. They are offering SKUs with two controllers, and it's a tiny bit cheaper, but because there's at least three of us, and realistically, I would want four dual senses, and that's rough at 90 bucks a piece. Yeah, because that, that like, makes man, the I, cost of this new console a thousand bucks when you factor in, like, one game. Yeah, so it's like, I could just buy a Switch in every single game I missed since the release, and it'd be cheaper. So me, and that's even yeah, taking well. into account having to buy pro controllers on Switch. Yeah, I have small hands. I'm willing to admit that my hands are tiny, and I still hate how small that controller is. I'm gonna have to buy pro controllers at some <laughs> point. It's like Mr. Tiny Hands can't fit your little tiny controller in his hands. <laughs> that that why can't Nintendo make a good controller? They do. They just. Don't ship it with the console and put it behind a $90 price tag. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. It's just like with next gen, it's just... It is next gen. These consoles are a significant upgrade, but it's like, where where are the next gen experiences? Like Ratchet, even Ratchet, as cool as that game looks, there is a trick to how they did it that's not that next gen you know what i mean like it's it's a push forward it's a it's a release title so we can only get so complicated on release titles we know that things get better as console generations go along right but there's a trick to that game it's not as impressive i think up front as you think it is because i watched a bunch of stuff on it from the developers and there are there are little tricks you do to like do the whole, the riffs and everything. Load times, though, of course, in new in new consoles are great. And if you don't have a PC and you're not a PC gamer, yes, new consoles will probably be an insane improvement if you've never had an SSD on your gaming rig. I think that's where we get people of next gen. If you want to have faster gaming, which really, if you think about it, if you're getting a loading screen ten or twenty times. And you're spending like, you know, say 30 seconds to a minute on it, which some games are that long on console right now. And you cut that out. And if you play like a couple times a day, you start getting a lot of time back oddly quick from just like literally better loading times. 
yeah, even just even just from our experience, we played Monster Hunter on console and then we switched over and played Monster Hunter on PC. When playing on PC, we probably encountered a grand total of like five minutes of load time from the start of the game till the end of Iceborne. Yeah. From console to where did we finish? We finished at Barryoff. We didn't finish Riceborn, we went to Barryoff and then stopped and switched over to PC. We probably encountered like what? Six hours of load time? I might be exaggerating, but it's it's a lot. It's it's way higher than it should be. Because especially for you it's not that bad, because for your load times were like ten to twelve seconds apiece. But without an SSD, mine were like thirty seconds for every mission. If not more sometimes. Yeah, the only reason that I have a good console experience is because I took the hard drive out of my PS4 and put a better one in it. I spent $140 on the hard drive that's in my PS4 right now. And it's just like, I, I forget that sometimes, and I need to, like, check my brain, I think, a little bit with that. And it's like something I've kind of realized since we've started this episode here is that I have a not average experience with my with my ps4 because i bought a pro augmented it well even your the ssd that you have in there it's just like a normal samsung evo right yeah it's samsung evo series something yeah so it's like it's got like just under 600 megabytes per second read it's like 550 or something it's somewhere around there i wish i could tell you what it is but you know what i'd be lying if i said i could and, like, I, so I have, in my computer, I have a, a normal brand Evo, like the 550, 600 megabytes per second, and I have a M.2 NVMe Samsung drive in it, which is closer to what you see on the next-gen consoles with, like, the 2.5 that they're saying for Xbox and the 4.5, I think it is, for PlayStation. And the thing is, on modern games, like, on current games, I don't notice a difference now that I've switched over. It's not actually that much faster because games were made knowing this was a limitation. Mm-hmm. So I want to see what happens when that limitation is actually accepted to be gone and games actually are developed knowing that they can read at this three gigabytes per second. Cause in theory you should, you should be able to process six times the amount of data, right? And that hasn't happened in games yet. So I'm interested to see what happens as that kind of gets brought more in towards development. Yeah. And I double checked. Yeah, mine's at 550 that I have in my PC and I have in the PlayStation. Yeah. So like when I went from my 550 to like my two and a half or three gigabyte read per second, the processing time in like games is virtually, I don't notice it. Interesting. And I think that's just a game's haven't been designed with that in mind there's a couple things that i'll notice it in but for the most part the games feel the same as they did beforehand to the point where i still i still have a lot of in games installed on my five on my normal ssd just because i haven't bothered transferring them over oh yeah that's interesting it's just yeah i don't know i just the new new generation maybe it'll just have to see it you know what i mean just like actually getting it into somebody's hands that isn't doing it for work and trying to promote a uh, agenda with a company, right? And be like, hey, 
this is how it actually feels. Like, hey, my games run like this on here. And you know what? At the end of the day, I'm probably going to get one so that we can, like, do that for people. You know what I mean? And just be like, hey, as we like to push on this show, we don't have an agenda here. We're just here to, like, give you an honest opinion about a lot of stuff that we do. And we're just, like, normal-ish people playing games. And you and me come from different backgrounds of what games we like. And you know what? I am going to try to get a PS5, I think, still, just for the fact to be like, hey, this does run better on this. Or, hey, this doesn't. Maybe avoid it. You know? Yeah. I I will probably get a PS5. And I'm going to want to see how much of a difference it makes. And for me, getting a PS5 now, just because I don't... I don't have a ton of expenses. I've kept my expenses fairly low. I don't have, like, payments or, like, anything to make on, like, a car or anything like that. I have... Spending the 600 bucks now versus spending the 600 bucks next year doesn't really change anything. And I'm going to buy one next year for these other games, so it doesn't really affect me a ton. The one thing I will say is... They really should have released the PS5 and had an option to be in black. Because... That Ooh, the, yeah. the white, like the white, I try to avoid that color because it doesn't work with everything else that I own. All of my like computer gear and uh, like not clothing, but like computer gear, consoles, all that stuff, all is like black and gray tones. And that white, I don't want showing. Like it's not gonna look good with my setup. And that's something that it, it doesn't really matter, but it's gonna bother me. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of guy you are though you know it's just like you look at it it's like that's not the right colors game i hate everything <laughs> yeah like it's not the right color like it doesn't matter but it's not the right color and i don't like it which is fair like stuff like that doesn't bother me enough to like do something about it but i notice things and i'm just like that's not optimal but i think it's different between you and me you know i'm just like a little bit like uh meh well I think it's also like you have like you have your consoles all over because you have obviously them set up by a TV because you have a family around. My stuff's all isolated to like my desk. It's all isolated to one setup. All my stuff is wired through my PC right now because all my consoles get HDMI through my PC through a capture card. So everything's all in one setup. The fact that something can't be the color I need it to be bothers me and there's a good chance i might be taking off the outer covering of that playstation if i can and spray painting it so on a good note obviously patents don't mean a lot but there is word that there's gonna possibly be a program to get decals for the outside and maybe like different things that can click on there Obviously, like, people need to be able to, like, get PS5s and publicly talk about it first. But apparently there is going to be a way to change the outside of there. So, you know, let, let, let's hope. Let's, let us all pray to Kratos. And, like, I, I don't have a problem with that. Just I'm saying this is the first time that I am going to have to modify a console due to its appearance. You know what? <laughs> you do you, baby. You do what you gotta and do, I, you know? <laughs> I'm going to do it, and, like, I get that that's a small thing, but it just irks me a little bit the wrong way. <laughs> you know, 
at least you're honest with yourself and you know who you are and you you're you're ready for it you know like hey man do you get how's your playstation oh i don't know it's gonna dry for a few more hours before i can like, put it back together <laughs> And it's weird too that the uh, the two Xboxes are different colors. One's black, one's white. It's just like, like if you get the, like, the little one, it'll be white. <laughs> would it be that hard to give me the option of what color my console comes in? Everything no. else I can choose color. Can you just like on like your Amazon pre order? Can you just give me the option of ordering like a white or black? I don't even want many options. Just give me two. It's two, white or black. Please let me. Let me match the rest of my equipment, please. Right? And again, like, this is this is a very specific to me problem. I don't imagine many of people care about this, but it matters to me, okay? The important thing is you tell us how you really feel. <laughs> oh, by the way, all three consoles, the, like, well, all four, really, both playstations both xboxes to me look like garbage <laughs> just actually, like aesthetically i actually have don't you, like them have you seen how the ps5 looks when it's placed on its side no i have not i imagine it looks like a clam who's trying to wink at you i i actually think it looks better i'm not saying it looks good but i'm thinking it looks better it looks like a half open clam and i don't like it <laughs> Like, well, can I just have like a simple little square, square, square go vroom vroom play game? <laughs> well, but come on, what? And you don't like the Xbox? The Xbox is like the definition of square. That is a rectangle, sir. That is oh, a rectangle. You want, sorry, you want a cube? <laughs> yeah, GameCube. As much as I like, don't like some of the stuff, like the mini discs. That console was sweet. It had its own little handle on it. It was great. <laughs> it was the lunchbox. On consoles. <laughs> the fact that the GameCube had a handle on it. What? You gotta bring over Mario to play with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't this know. is good stuff. I, I understand the appeal of the Xbox design for like a multitude of reasons. Like, I get it. But I still just feel like the Xbox One and the PS4 are both just better, like, outward designs than the new consoles are. Okay. You you have a Pro, right? You have a PS4 Pro on your desk? Yes. I want you to look at that thing. Does it make you want to eat layer cake? No. Because every single time I look at mine, I think about layer cake, and then I have to go bake something, and it's awful. <laughs> I don't know. I, like, I'm not a big fan of, like, console design in general, like, how they look for, like, a long time. Like, the base PS4 thing looks fine. This thing just, like, it looks like it's falling over, almost, because, like, the back end's going forward, and then the, just looks like something's sliding, and it bothers me. This might be because of my job and working with, like, sheeting. Okay, it but, like, like, the like sheeting is, falling off of something. Which is the good design, though? I do have them, like, all up there. <laughs> Nintendo 64, greatest-looking console of all time. I actually, I, I love the Xbox One Crystal. I wish they had something like that for modern consoles. Because that thing's yeah, sweet. That looks sweet. I actually miss cartridges where you could see what game was in there from a distance. You know? I miss yeah. cartridges. 
<laughs> I actually love cartridges. Yeah, there's a sweet design. And then, you know, now we got nice tasty Switch, you know, cards. Switch cartridges. Yep. Yeah. Switch cards, you know, nice and tasty ones. We made these taste bad so kids wouldn't eat them. Like, kids eat dirt, man. Do you think they're going to stop because the thing tastes weird? <laughs> Design choices by companies sometimes just hurt my brain. It's the same thing, too. Um, I hadn't brought this up yet, but the whole thing about how uh, the cheap Xbox is, like, significantly less powerful than the other one. And people just like, it's not going to affect game design at all, except that the fact that the games have to run on both. And my biggest concern with the cheap one is, are we going to get like a situation that happened with control on PS4 where the game doesn't run like straight up, just like glitches out or has massive frame rate issues on new games? Or are they actually going to like scale things down properly for Series X so that it runs properly? You mean Series S? Series S, Series X, X and S. Pick a different letter that doesn't sound like the other one. I literally listened to a podcast the other day, and they had a five-minute conversation about how the guy couldn't tell which console he was talking about. This <laughs> is like X and S. They sound very similar, and I hate it. But yeah, Series S. I'm just curious to see if they actually appropriately scale things down on new games. So that they run a little bit better. Because the hardware difference is much more than Xbox is leading it off to be. I mean, one thing I will give the Xbox Series S though, I'm pretty sure it's the best looking of the new consoles. The fact that is the best looking new one <laughs> depresses me. Like, it's just I, actually, like I actually think it's the best looking of the four new consoles. It's just like, it's just like if you have ugly children and somebody's like... Who's your favorite? Um, it's just like, I don't know, man. They're just like, all awful. <laughs> like, why isn't the Xbox Series X just the S design scaled up by like one and a half percent? Or one and a half times? Yeah, if you just Why isn't that like... actually just the Xbox Series X design as well? It looks so much better. It's the like It looks know. like an it looks like an intercom. If you if you look at it just right, it kinda looks like an intercom to like an apartment building. I mean, sure. <laughs> it. I think it does look better, but it doesn't mean it's good. You know, it's just like, do you want the rat poison, or do you want like the turpentine? It's like I'll take the turpentine. Oh, it's just such a yikes! I don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about with these this this generation of. Not games coming out. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, I just don't know. Can I just like buy a thirty ninety instead? Yeah, man. Just pump that computer up, boy. Hell yeah! How fast does your car go? It goes three hundred miles an hour, buddy. What's the fastest you've driven it? Seventy. <laughs> That's what that graphics card feels like. You can like have like this really fancy sports car that you drive the speed limit with, and it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> hey, hey, I actually do need to upgrade my PC in some capacity at this point. What is this but ant going right, to? <laughs> you're right, the 3080 or the 3070 is the correct option. 
But it goes up to 11. It goes up to 11. <laughs> well, it's like, it's the same thing with the Titan of the last generation, right? Like, the mm. Titan of the last generation was not designed for gaming, but you could buy it and put it in a gaming rig. Hell yeah. Dude, and I, it was, got... like, not a good thing to put in a gaming rig, because nothing utilized it. Well, you know, it's not about whether you ever get to use your fancy tool. It's the fact that you just, you, you have it, you know? It's like, oh, this yeah, is mine. This is mine. I get a flex on everyone and be like, look how strong my computer is. And then it's just like, what do you play with it? League of Legends and Baba is you? <laughs> nice graphical fidelity, Jack. Wow, wow, that felt targeted. It was targeted. Got him. Pew, 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 pew. What are you talking about? I play, I play games that are more graphically intensive than that. Hollow Knight? Borderlands 3? Although that, that game, game was just graphically intensive due to being not optimized properly. Yeah, I don't think you can fix the way that game runs. Split screen still doesn't work on console. Like, come on now. Uh, actually, I, I went back and played it a little bit, and the game was fixed. Like, I didn't have to fiddle with my settings to get that game to run anymore. Yeah, but on console, though, if anybody goes into a menu, it drops down to 10 frames per second. Still. Did you know that when we played that game, I had to downscale my resolution from 4K to 1080p to get that game to run properly? It's just things like this shouldn't happen. I just, Why can't like, we have when nice we things? When we played that game, when we played that game, that is what I had to do to run that. It's fine now. Now I can run it fine. But on release, that game did not, uh... Not run very well. No. Ugh. Okay, I'm depressed now. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough. You know what? You know what the TLDR of this is? And just that the point is... Don't feel rushed to get anything new. Make, make smart decisions with your money. Especially if there's, like, there's nothing coming out. There's nothing wrong with waiting. A lot of people want to be part of a conversation. You can just wait. It's fine. The conversation like, isn't that interesting anyway. No, it's really not. It, it really isn't. It's just like, oh, look, here's more PS5 and Xbox news. PlayStation won't run PS1 and PS2 and PS3 games. Anybody who is going to play games that old still owns the old consoles. So why do they care? Yeah, exactly. You just got like infinite Nintendo consoles <laughs> and stuff on your desk. Hey, 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 hey. I am missing... A Nintendo Entertainment System for my history consoles, okay? I'm missing okay. one. So, uh, podcast stretch goal. Send <laughs> Michael all your money so he can buy his console that he's missing. <laughs> I'm not actually even that interested in that one. It doesn't have good games on it, honestly. <laughs> oh, it's... You there's know. like there's <laughs> games that aged well, but like the NES is to the point of so old that the games just aren't really that good. No, it's like it's it's you know it's on its last little leg. It's like I'm still relevant. I'm still relevant. It's like no, we appreciate you came out, but it's time to go to sleep now. Shh. Well, should we get out of here? Do something more positive and fun with our lives. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Just don't worry about a new console coming out. Just buy whatever's gonna be the most fun. It's like and a hobby. You're playing games for fun. Don't forget that. People forget yeah. it too much. And, and if you you're someone what? who's sitting there in your online competitive game, 
just like take a step back and wonder how much the the, the little windscreen at the end of the game actually matters. For sure. Well, adios. <laughs>